Welcome to the Love Grove Podcast, where we talk about marriage, life, faith, current events, and everything in between. Oh, and most importantly, love. Come on. Learn how to live your best life in our world today. What up, my Love Grove people? This is Dami. And this is Meredith. And today, we're going to be talking about Meet the Millers. This is an interesting topic. Meet the Millers. <laughs> Yeah, we, um, you know, Dominique having the accent that he has, you know, it's kind of one of those things we, anytime we go out in public, everyone asks, where, where are you, are you from? from? Yeah. And so they always, and then it leads to, well, why are you here? Right. You know, and like, that's my doing? business. <laughs> no, what are you Mind doing? Business. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing in Louisiana? I'm breathing, standing. <laughs> so we always get the, well, how did you guys meet? And so we always hear <laughs> exactly right. Communication. <laughs> but my journey about the Bahamas started in 2005. So, you know, our church took a missions trip and um, we were over there for about two weeks in 2005. Right. Originally, we were supposed to go to Guatemala. Guatemala. But they shut the borders down because of security. And so, obviously, we had to get a different right. plan, a different thing. Because we had, like, teenagers that were going. And right. everyone was excited. And so, now that we went to the Bahamas, of course, the whole church was like, well, let me go. Right. Y'all going to the Bahamas? I want to go. And not that the Bahamas needs. No. <laughs> no. But it was kind of one of those things. Everything was planned. And so, Just for I experience, had, pretty much. Yeah. I had a contact over there and so it happened to be the same around the time that our plane that we were actually going to plan on going and our plane was going it ended up being we just switched destinations and went to the Bahamas right. so we were uh, with Miles Monroe's ministry out there mm-hmm. and um, that's Bahamas kind of faith ministries yep so that's kind of how I got the contact of Bahamas and all that kind of stuff so do you guys remember when my space rolled out Oh Lord! <laughs> Here it goes. So when my, and we've talked my about space was my space. the spot. It was. It was where everything was. Well, me and Dom had mutual a mutual friend, and that mutual friend, you know, kept telling me about Dominique. Played and Cupid, so, pretty yeah. much. And, I, and and it wasn't even like she was like, you need to date him. It was more of less like. No, deep down or not, she was setting us up. Oh, she much. was setting us up. But <laughs> we didn't know that. We were very right. innocent bystanders in right. the midst of that. So we kind of, we met through MySpace and mm-hmm. just became really good friends. We met through a friend friends. and we spoke on MySpace. And then MySpace. we spoke on MySpace. We connected right. We connected MySpace. on MySpace. And, um, and so we just talked. We were just really good friends. Yeah. Like, and mean, it was never a thing where we came in on the conversation oh you look good blah 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 no right. it was just conversation we we um spoke for hours yeah i just loved talking to him like right. it was just and i remember i would at times and this is how you know that you are um really like i don't know how to explain it like you're really um committed and you're really in like i don't know in tune right. with each other is no, connected. that connected right and it was not connected on the physical nor the like such an emotional you know thing it was just that right. man i just loved like just exactly. loved like hearing about what he's doing and he used to be on the phone from like six in the afternoon until five yeah, in the morning he was um two years being saved right and, you know and i'm coming from a situation that i've been saved since i came out the womb so <laughs> i you know so it was a very different situation i right. loved his passion his heart for god and all that kind of stuff and so it just we just talked about our life and dreams and things we wanted to do. Talk about the do. good, the bad, and the ugly. We um, talked yeah. about everything. And so he um, was actually in transition and being ready to go to London, right? That's right. where you're going? Right, for culinary school. Right. And so um, he was already in transition of trying to leave and stuff like that. But, you know, it's one thing is we met at a 
designated like right. divine it was appointment time. for both of us. It only could have been God because absolutely. <laughs> and so there was a point. I was set on going to the UK. Yeah, and there I was, was and there the was honestly a point in all of that that both of us just kind of reflected on the years that we talked, right? And we're just like, you know. God, this God's done something here, yes, you know, and so we both had so much peace and it wasn't like, Oh, you look good. I can't wait to right, see you. Right. It was like, man, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with this person. Exactly. And that's what it was for me. I it know. was peaceful. I mean, normally I'm a very high, strong person and I need to control every situation that I'm in. Yeah. Um, I, I like having control of my surroundings and who I'm around and stuff like that. And I'm usually a bit leery of people around me and stuff like that. But when I met Meredith, when I met you, yeah. it was complete and total peace. Absolutely. It was like, this is it. Absolutely. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is where God has me. And it's like, I wasn't second guessing anything. Right. And it was complete and total peace. Absolutely. It was like the best feeling ever. And I will say not everything went off with a hitch. You know what I mean? There were a lot of bumps and a lot of bruises and a lot of stuff to get. But in those moments, we were still at complete peace. Absolutely. It was so peaceful. Oh, yeah. There was never argue sometimes we would cry together sometimes we would you know feel like choking each other out sometimes right but it was like we have to get this done absolutely i mean this is a call for our lives and this is something that needs to be completed right and we were passionate about it and we're still passionate about it absolutely and i believe that we haven't really scratched the surface of, of of where we're headed oh yeah so it was great things ahead absolutely and i remember so when when dom made the move from the bahamas to louisiana and he sacrificed what he naturally wanted, which was to go to London. I mean, honestly, right. why would you trade London for Louisiana? <laughs> it only had to be God. Yeah. And um, and in that, so you know, here we are. 10 and years. I still talk about. I it. know. I'm like, oh, I, I just and need to get over there. <laughs> you know, another thing he talks about is his Gucci shoes that he don't buy no uh, more either. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just different, you know, being a single guy, you know. Just buying your first vehicle by yourself from the money that you made with no one's help. Exactly. You know, I I had a pride about that, that I wasn't mind just making moves for myself. Yeah. I didn't need anyone, you know, to chip in here, chip in there. I was just working hard to get where I needed to be. And, and I was proud about that. Absolutely. And I was living the good life, you know. <laughs> Until you met me. I mean, <laughs> I'm living 10 times better now, but, I know you know, you just, just. Doing good for myself. I think there. I think that's really important. A side note to that right. is I think it's really important as an individual to feel fulfilled by yourself. Right. Exactly. You know, you need to be able to do things sometimes by yourself, and then not look into that spouse to fulfill that for you. Right. That's a little sidebar. That's nothing to do with Meet the Millers. <laughs> but um, crazy. So who pursued who? Who did you? Who, I definitely pers- pers- yeah. pursued you. Yeah. What pursued? Pursued. 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 You. <laughs> yes, you pursued me. And right. um and then when it did change over from just being a best friend to a romantic, you know, connection, right. it was very um natural. It and, was natural. And it was not put on or forced. We didn't even like we knew when the shift happened, but it wasn't an, a thing. No. Like, oh, we're now dating. No, it right, was right. Like, it wasn't formal. It was just a natural process. Absolutely. And it was good. And there was, was I remember really having conversations with my mom because, you know, my mom would be like, who are you talking to? And oh, like, Lord, late, late be. At night. <laughs> and um, I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, I just don't know what it is. I just am so drawn to him. Like, but how is this going to work? I mean, He's from the Bahamas. Oh, I mean, shut up. I'm beautiful. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. And then to do with that, it had everything to do with. 
you know, the call on Dom's life. And I saw the, um, just the hunger and the passion in his own life. And also in, in choosing to move and all doing all the things and going through all that stuff. I'm just like, my mom was like, God, there's just something about him. I just can't knock him. Like in times that I would want to just like, just forget about him or not talk to him or whatever. Sometimes I wanted to forget about me. Right. Well, not like that, but just like doing different things throughout the day. Right. And just and just really getting your mind around the fact of like moving and that type of commitment and you coming here. That was a huge step, babe. And I didn't know. Because the enemy played on those things. Oh, absolutely. What if you move over here and it's like their family is crazy. Right. You didn't know any of that. The trailer park and, (laughs) you know, and the sticks somewhere. Well, and, and you know, like, my thing is, I, I always, I didn't really have the fear because I had the peace right. and all that, but it was some crazy thing. killer from a well, different country or, or <laughs> to you to like here or to like, right. like this is home for me right? and you're like coming into my comfortable spot. You right. know what I mean? And right. so I knew that there was going to be a good, a lot of transition there, but, um, obviously it was very natural and everything works out and right. still working out and whatever. Oh, yeah. You have your natural fears of things, but I never was fearful of who Dom was or if he right. misrepresented himself. Right, because we were on webcam talking and all this type of stuff. Yeah. And that's another point. I don't see how people get catfish. Still being catfished how, these days. I don't know how you can be catfished in 2018. <sighs> I don't even know why that show is still on. I know. How it's are you crazy. still catfished? Because like, the um, phones have the FaceTime and yeah. and the Samsung phones has the FaceTime app thing. So, I mean. I mean, you have apps that are free. You yep. don't have to pay for nothing. Exactly. And then the government gives you phones now. Oh, yeah. They, they um with the government-assisted um phones. cell phones. Yeah. So, even if you're broke, you still can do You still do can do it. FaceTime. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. So, don't be, don't be uh, catfished. gullible, insecure people who don't want to come to the realization that they're not speaking to the people who they. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So. so that was fun. And so how did we know that we were the one, um, that Dom was the one? My perspective on it was the one for me was not, okay, let me just say this. So coming from, a, I'm a preacher's kid, right? And <laughs> most people and most preacher's kids in that kind of environment and surrounding being raised in the church, <laughs> you're much very like, oh, you're going to marry a pastor and blah, blah, blah. So I, I moved um, to Texas to do an internship. And of course, these are people who are going to be involved in ministry, whatever. And some people meet their husbands there, blah, 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 blah. Barf. And, um, so it was funny because it was just in that like time, I always kind of thought in my head, oh, I'm going to marry someone who is going to obviously be a minister or right. be some type of person in the church, whatever. And I never, not that I strayed away from that or compromised right. that, but when Dom came into my life, it was a very different, um, reaction and a different piece that I had than anyone else who had pursued me right. or anyone else who had walked into my life or any other option right. that was there. It was a type of thing with Dom. I knew I never had to, I never Second had guess. to, I never had to pray about it. Let me just say it that way. Right. I never had to sit there and say, God, is he the one? Is this, I never had to. I knew beyond the shadow of my doubt of, of the doubt that God put him in my life. There was a divine connection there that I knew that God had me to help him pursue his plan for, for Dom's life. I knew that I was meant for that. And, um, and in that it just brought about a peace that it didn't matter what happened. It didn't matter who told Dom anything or told me anything. No one was going to distract us exactly. from, from exactly. this relationship. Most definitely. And still to this day, it's the same thing. Peaceful. Peaceful. So how did you know I was the one? 
How did I know you were the one? I'm ready to hear this. We need, <laughs> we need a violin. Babe, you know, you. <laughs> when you talk, you, you're you the talker. You know, talking is what you do. You teach. You minister. So talking is what you do. I know. I, I, I'm always getting my point across in, you know, song or and singing and stuff and music and would, stuff like that. Would you like to in, entertain us with a song? No, I'm no, no, no. Nah, I'm good. I'm but I mean, but like you said um, about the peace thing is like. I never had to second guess anything. Yeah. When we finally decided to take it to that that um that romance level, it was just a peaceful thing and it was um something that I never experienced before. Yeah. Cuz I like to control my surroundings. I like to control um everything that's concerning my relationships and stuff like that, but with you it's like I didn't feel the sense that I need to do that. Right. Cuz it was this sense of complete and total peace yeah i i didn't feel nervous i i didn't feel insecure about certain things i didn't feel weird about anything right you know that's a good point i was like this is it i mean i feel happy i feel really happy and i feel secure i feel you know reassured right that this is the right move right and I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. Right. That's a good point about the insecure part. Right. You know, you shouldn't feel insecure in your in your relationships. If your spouse is making you feel that way. Right. I'm not saying second guess. Because I'm a big guy, you know. Yeah. You know, sometimes us dudes don't like that minute. You know, some, sometimes you feel a bit insecure about certain things. Got a little stomach or a little mind boobs here and there. You know, you feel a bit off or whatever. But, you know, it's like with Meredith, I just didn't care, you know. Yeah. I loved and she loved and it was amazing. Yes. It still is and amazing. It, still is. it gets better with age. Yeah, it's, so, and it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point about the insecurity thing. That's, right, that's a really good point. Um, okay, so why did we choose the animals we chose? So for dogs, right? <laughs> that some people ask me that. Well, why did you choose dogs? At first, let me just put this out there. I wasn't an animal guy. Right, and yeah, I didn't like dogs at all. Right, I had a dog when I was young, and my cousin kicked the dog out of the house and get run over by a car. You know, his gut splat all over the street. So oh, that traumatized gross. me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so Dom was like, I don't want a dog. I don't, I don't want, want any more dog. kids. I, I was traumatized. You know, I, I cried myself to sleep at age seven. Oh, my God. Because my little dog, Rocky, got it, ran over by a vehicle. And it, y'all, it was a chow chow. It was you a know chow chow, fluffy, fluffy and beautiful. You know, yeah. I, I love that dog. But, you know, I never wanted any more dogs after that. And, you know, Meredith is a dog lover, you know. Yep. And so, okay, so I grew up with cat. We grew up with every animal. We had a bird at one time. We had a cat. My mom and dad let us try anything. But I will say when so when Dom and I first got married, we moved. We had we're in an apartment complex, so we didn't want dogs because we didn't want the commitment of having to walk and do all that kind of right. stuff. So let me tell you <laughs> to walk. Uh, you know what I mean? Like we just <laughs> being knew, lazy. <laughs> we just knew the type of people we were at that given time. We just right. did not want to invest. It, it didn't fit our lives at that particular time. No, and we wanted to wait till we got a yard and all that. Exactly. The so we got we're dogs. out of the apartment living. Right, got dogs later on. But <laughs> let me tell you how we came to this conclusion. Or to the situation, I don't know. But Dom found this rescue in Texas somewhere. Um, it was a guinea pig rescue. And y'all are going to laugh about this. Oh, my but God. But, y'all, these guinea pigs are worse. Are you serious? They are worse. You're actually worse. telling this guinea pig yes. story. Look, so dogs are not I'm embarrassed, man. I know. Right. I'm not even going to go into great detail about this. Okay. But let me tell you, the guinea pigs lasted maybe, what do we have them? Three that was months? our first pets, we just as months. a trial run. You right. know, okay, are we pet people? Let's let's just buy guinea pigs. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. Them thing. All they do is poop. 
And poop all they do is eat. And pee. I mean, it was gross. And the smell when you come into your house, it smells like like hay and a it farm. Was, it, and, <laughs> it did. It was horrible. It was like farm life. Both of us at uh, one night looked at each other and were like, we this gotta ain't get rid for of us. Yeah. We got to get rid of them. So Dom took them to the some shelter or something. I forget what the it was. The animal shelter. She brought animals to something. Yeah. So yeah. that's that was the end of that. But yeah. It was, it was a fun experience for sure. <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So, um, let's talk about the big D word, divorce. Right. Um, mo- like most marriages, sometimes they come to a situation where have you ever talked about divorce? Um, so let's talk about that. Have we ever come to a point in our marriage that we ever talked about divorce? No. no. Nope. And I will say, and this is a very, um, something that you need to not play around with because when I was young and very immature, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm mature and highly noted now <laughs> but i will say um you can throw it around to manipulate and um right. i'm not saying that we never ever got to got to no, any point no. where we separated or did anything like that we were always to, you know whatever but in arguments you can't throw around that word or throw around i'm gonna leave or do all these things to manipulate someone to to go there when i was younger and very immature i used to throw the word around a lot did I mean it? Absolutely not. Right. But I did it to get something like to get him to react to me. Right. And um and so in and you that, wouldn't get the reaction you want. No, I wouldn't. So it was an epic fail. <laughs> and Dom knew that because that's why Dom didn't react the way I wanted to. Like okay, <laughs> like okay, whatever. Just go to the next room and chill for a second and come All right, back. Like bye. It was, but don't but don't throw that word around because it can come to that point if you continue to entertain it and you continue to bring it up into your marriage or into your you know relationship. It will become an it option. will become an option, right? And don't make it that option. No, for something stupid. So, what do you think has kept our marriage together all this time? You putting that out to the people, putting it out to me, putting to it you, out to you, putting it out to you. Um, communication and choosing to to love, yeah, absolutely, and not just that mushy type love. I mean, really, wholeheartedly, completely diving into each other's minds and hearts, and really investing quality time in each other. Yeah, that's true. That's what it is. And communication will, yeah. and just loving heart. That's just pretty much. What I it will is. say a foundation, a great foundation to what is to come exactly. is very important. Most definitely. Because you have to know what's ahead before you can move forward with the oh, person yeah. you're with. You've got to know where you're going, what's what's gonna happen. And for one, if you're not a believer or someone of faith, um, what's hard when you're talking about what you're going to do for your life or whatever. When, when a Christian and as a believer and as we are, it's, we're very focused on what God has for us. And that's exactly. how we make our moves. That's how we make our decisions. So in that, when I knew that God designed Dominique specifically for me and that what God had called him to, I knew that God had given me the, the things and the tools for me to help him to, exactly. to do that. In that, that's what kept, keeps us. Exactly. Because it's not that he's waiting for me or I'm waiting for him. It's that God has divinely connected us and it's way beyond the emotionalism, right? Way beyond the sex and the romance and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. It comes down to, we've got things to do and exactly. we've got things to do for the kingdom and that we're supposed to do this together. And I know that people probably say this a lot, but there are people who are depending on us being, you know, faithful to our call so they can fulfill their call. Absolutely. Like in every generation, there are people who have to fulfill 
a specific thing in the earth so that other things can happen. Right. So it's like a domino effect. Absolutely. And I know that through us being faithful to our calls, you know, a lot of people are going to be blessed. And there is nothing in this world that's going to stop us from fulfilling that call. Absolutely. No one. Absolutely. Nothing. It's a very valid point. So let's talk about future real fast and we'll wrap up our podcast for today. But our future, and I will say this in the most Vegas way possible. Um, <laughs> Las Vegas? I know. I, I, I really want to go to Vegas, though. Yeah, we should go to Vegas. I want to see Celine Dion. And, I do want to see Celine Dion. And Mariah and Boys to Men. And I don't want to see Britney, though. Brit- nah. don't, even start, don't even get started on Britney. Yeah, but Boys to Men, Celine, yeah. Vegas, little, yeah, yeah, little Vegas. sidebar. Yeah, <laughs> um, future, future. Though I will say, you know, um, I'm be me being a hairstylist. You know, I want to open eventually open up my own salon. So right. business, business wise, that's kind of what I want to do personally. Right. Um, I know uh, for sure too. Like with Dominique and I. With ministry, it's kind of one of those things is it's always going to be something. Right. You know, we're always going to, we're going to take advantage of every opportunity. Um, and every time that you can do anything for the kingdom, you definitely just go for it. It's always a revolving thing. Oh, absolutely. And it always grows into something bigger and bigger and better. Absolutely. So, yeah. So it's an ongoing thing. Oh, yeah. So um, with Dom and his music, uh, Dom is definitely, there's tons of doors opening up for him and his stuff. Right. So we're excited about what God's doing with that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and for Dom... It's like, it, you know, years ago, we we were talking about certain things about we want to do this when it comes to music, and now that it's happening, it's like, you know... Right. Dom, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but Dom released an EP um, back in March of this year. Right. And uh, those of you who want to go listen, you can go listen. You can look them up, Dommy, um, Dommy Music, right? You can yeah. look them up on social media, but you also, um, for his album, it's you can just look up Dommy, yeah, and Dommy um, it'll pull and up. Search and view. It's on... Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's on everything. Yeah, it's on all the, all the platforms. It's a little cross promotion, you right? Know? <laughs> a little cross promotion. But in that, um, he'll also be, you know, he'll be actually doing like a what we want to do is a live album and do some other things going on with his stuff too, right? Because um, you know, so all that is in the works. Once you do one, you know, it just keep just right. keep going, it just <laughs> it keeps keep going. going on and on. So in that, so there's a lot in there to do. So we're excited about that ministry wise and and really just touching people and helping people and. You know, and that's what we're here for. I'm not doing ministry the regular way, like the four walls type of way. Right. You know, because obviously that's not working. No. I mean, the church is pretty much, I mean, not the church, but we are the church. The four walls is pretty much just for learning and discipleship. Absolutely. That's where the believers go to be refueled and to fellowship with people of like minds. Now, you have to get out of the four walls to reach people and get people to to come to the cross. Absolutely. You got to be the salt of the earth. So, I mean, it's ministry in that aspect. So, those who aren't Christians don't think of it as, oh, the church and judgment and all that type of stuff. Absolutely Because that's not our mindset. No. Because at the end of the day, the church is so burnt. The people, let's say the church, the people inside the church are so burnt out because they're so, the religion itself has been too much. Right. So, we want to get beyond that. We want to get past the traditional stuff we want to get past all the you know the pews and get past the altar calls and get past all that and really just touch people where they are at in their life exactly and that's what we want to do exactly and so yeah so we're just a little tidbit of who we are a little (laughs) a little uh, more in depth more specific than what we normally do but um but just kind of give you a little clue who we are but we're excited that you guys joined us most definitely this podcast and remember to subscribe yes and share and rate. And it's rate the stars. It. 
Rate the stars. Make sure it's number five. <laughs> so rate above. the stars. Rate. Rate. By using the stars. By using the stars. <laughs> and it's all good. Sounds good. We'll see you. Oh, oh, I always do that. You know what? You just messed it up. I know, right? <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Love Grow Podcast with Meredith and Dami. Let us know your thoughts by leaving your review. And be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can also connect with Meredith and Dami through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time.